Hello and welcome to the Proxima Weekly, your source of news and updates in the energy and infrastructure sectors. I'm your host, Maura Murphy, reporting to you from New York. This is the week commencing February 6th. We're going to be doing things in a slightly reverse order this week. We'll be starting in Latin America, moving to Europe, and then finishing in the U.S., mostly so that we can highlight all of the fantastic deals and opportunities that we're seeing in Latin America, especially as we have an upcoming Latin America Energy, Infrastructure, and Development Finance event happening in Miami, Florida at the East Miami Hotel on March 2nd and 3rd. We hope to see you there. Without further ado, we'll be starting today in Colombia. Concessionaria Ruta del Sur, a joint venture between Patria Infrastructure Fund 4 and Mercantil Copatria, closed on a limited recourse financing for Colombia's Autopista Santana Moca Nieva 4G toll road on the 31st of December 2022. The original concession contract was awarded in 2015 to Concessionaria Aliadas para el Progreso, which was a joint venture between five different groups, Controladora de Apariaciones de Infraestructura, Cas Construcciones Sicilia, Carlos Alberto Solarte Solarte, Estimia, Latinoamericana de Construcciones, and Alca Ingenieria. However, once it became clear the original winner could not deliver the full scope of the scheme, it was reassigned by ANI to Ruta Sur in 2021. The P3 concession has a tenor of 25 years with a possible four-year extension. Revenues are based on government-sponsored annuities and traffic guarantees as part of the 4G concession program. The Brownfield project comprises a corridor of 456 kilometers, including rehabilitation of 430 kilometers, the improvement of 32 kilometers of existing roadways, and the construction of 5 kilometers of a new third lane and 54 kilometers of new single lanes, as well as the installation of four new toll stations. Debt financing for the $950 million project comprises a three-tranche blended dual-currency deal from commercial lenders and a DFI. Santander is underwriting a $270 million eight-year loan, and Banco Colombia and Banco Itao are providing $230 million of seven-year debt. IDB Invest is also providing a seven-year, 571 billion Colombian pesos direct loan. Milbank and Cuatro Casas provided borrower counsel, and Clipper Chance and DLA Piper acted for the lenders. Moving on to Chile, Colbun and Sumitomo Corp have formed an alliance to jointly study the feasibility of green hydrogen to ammonia projects in Chile. The companies will focus on development of opportunities in the northern region of Antofagasta and Magallanes in the south. In Antofagasta, the pair will assess the feasibility of using Colbun's Intipacha and other solar PV projects in the region as a source of renewable energy for the electrolysis process. They will study the feasibility of using logistics and port facilities in the city of Magiones, including those run by Sumitomo's subsidiary Interacid, which is dedicated to the import of sulfuric acid and fuels for the mining sector. In Magallanes, Colban and Sumitomo will consider developing an ammonia project with a potential to produce 1 million tons per year. The feasibility studies will be focused on port facilities, renewable energy generation, and the development of infrastructure to produce hydrogen. Moving to Brazil, Norsk Solar has been granted Certificado de Recibivis Imobiliarios, or their CRI, from Brazilian asset manager Valora Investimentos. 
the 15-year green bond will provide 50 million Brazilian reals or about 10 million USD in financing in the form of non-recourse project debt for Norsk Solar's 18 megawatt solar plant in Brazil. Construction on six sites included in the project are underway. Origo Energia is the corporate off-taker for the project. Lastly, for our stories in Latin America, we turn to Peru. Proinversion has awarded two 30-year transmission concessions to Acciona Concesiones. Acciona's winning offer of a $73 million investment and nearly $4 million for annual operation and maintenance was 45% lower than the bid ceiling. The concession air will be responsible for the design, financing, construction, operation, and maintenance of both 220 kilovolt PPP projects. The Icoparoma link will allow the transmission capacity to be expanded and the energy from the Punta Lomitas, Donas and Donas generation plants to be injected into the National Interconnection Electric System. The ITC Enles Calic Jan Norte link will improve the supply of electricity to the Baguajan Electric System. Commissioning of both projects is scheduled for 2027. Moving to Europe, and most specifically to Spain and Portugal, the syndication of the refinancing of Finergy's portfolio of renewables assets in Spain and Portugal is nearing close, with a small stub still to be syndicated according to source with knowledge of the transaction. The transaction will also finance the construction of several greenfield renewables assets to be developed by Finergy. The 2.3 billion euro deal comprises of a 1.556 billion euro facility with a 14-year tenor designed to refinance Finergy's existing portfolio, as well as 240 million euro tranche with a 14.5-year tenor and a 7-year 190 million euro revolving capex facility that will finance the greenfield construction. The financing also includes a seven-year 15 million euro working capital facility, seven-year 130 million euro DSRF, and a seven-year 130 million euro LC facility. Lenders on the transaction include underwriters Santander, ING, MUFG, Natixis, and BNP Paribas, and arrangers NatWest, Bank of America, Credit Agricole, NAB, and Bridge Securitization. Santander is financial advisor, Lathwin Watkins, Loyan and Luff, and Vieira de Almeida are legal advisors to Finergy, while Allen and Overy and Quatro Casas are legal advisors to the lenders. Baringa is the market revenue consultant, G Advisory is the independent engineer, and EY is model auditor. The amortization of the debt raised will be variable according to the revenues generated by the portfolio, with 1.5 billion euro tranche amortizing before the 240 million euro tranche. Some of the projects in the existing portfolio and some of the greenfield projects have merchant revenues. Debt service must sit between a project life cover ratio, cap, and floor. Repayments are calculated on live long-term price curves and in relation to other projections. Moving on, some exciting updates for our friends across the pond. Manchester Airports Group will invest £440 million in the final phase of its 1.3 billion 10-year Manchester Airport Transformation Program. Enabling works for the second phase of the project are already underway, and planned improvements include doubling the size of the existing departure lounge, construction of an additional security hall, a new pier, a new dual taxiway system, and an increase in the terminal's hold baggage capacity. The first phase saw Terminal 2 more than double its size, and the latest investment will finish the transformation of the terminal. 
Work is scheduled to be completed in 2025 and will result in the closure of the 60-year-old Terminal 1. Moving across the Atlantic to the U.S., ExxonMobil has announced its plan to start operations at its large-scale hydrogen plant in Texas in 2027 or 2028, according to Exxon's low-carbon business president, Dan Amann. The unit is part of Exxon's effort to create a new business to make money out of reducing greenhouse gas emissions from other companies looking to decarbonize their own operations. Exxon estimates 10% or more of return for the business. Exxon has budgeted $7 billion for hydrogen, carbon capture, and biofuels projects between 2022 and 2027. A final investment decision for the hydrogen project is expected by 2024. The company said that its Baytown facility in Texas is expected to produce 1 billion cubic feet of blue hydrogen per day. The fuel, which produces no emissions when burnt, is targeted at heavy industries trying to switch from fossil to renewable fuels. Last year, Exxon struck its first commercial carbon storage deal with the world's top ammonia maker, CF Industries, under an effort to target a projected $4 trillion CCS market by 2050. Ammonia in its liquid form can be used to transport hydrogen to different parts of the world as a hydrogen carrier. And lastly for today, General Motors will invest $650 million in Lithium Americas and help it develop Nevada's Thacker Pass Lithium Mining Project, which holds enough of the battery metal to build 1 million electric vehicles annually. Under the agreement, GM will buy 650 million shares of Lithium Americas in two equal parts, with the first tranche coming only if Lithium America prevails in a court case. A U.S. judge this month said that she would rule, quote, in the next couple of months in this case, which centers on whether former U.S. President Donald Trump erred when he approved the mine just before leaving office in 2021. Evans said that the chances of the company losing the case and its permits are, quote, extremely low. The second tranche of funding would come after Lithium Americas completes a long-planned split expected later this year of its North American and South American operations. The deal is the latest by an automaker to stock up supply for key metals as industry rushes to go green. It gives Lithium Americas a major partner as it tries to develop North America's largest lithium mine. In a speech to the U.S. Senate on Tuesday, Senator Joe Manchin called the GM investment in Lithium America's, quote, exciting and a tangible result of the Inflation Reduction Act, which was passed last year. Lithium America's aims to extract lithium at Thacker Pass from a large clay deposit, something that has never been done before at a commercial scale. The investment marks the second in as many years by the auto giant into novel lithium processes. GM signed a supply deal in 2021 with controlled thermal resources, which is trying to filter lithium from geothermal brines in California. GM would supplant China's Gaffning Lithium to become Lithium America's largest shareholder. GM has also agreed to buy all of the lithium from the Thacker Pass when it opens in 2026, roughly 40,000 tons per year. Now, this deal was in the works for nearly a year and came after rival U.S. lithium companies Ioneer signed a deal to supply Ford Motor and Piedmont Lithium inked to pack to supply to Tesla. Lithium Americas raised its budget for the first phase of the Thacker Pass project to $2.27 billion, up from $1.06 billion, reflecting changes to its production plans. 
The company plans to build several processing facilities at the site, including a plant to produce 3,000 tons per day of sulfuric acid used to extract lithium from the clay. Lithium Americas has applied for a loan from the U.S. Department of Energy, which Evans expects to fund a, quote, major component of the remaining project cost. Lithium Americas has the support of one Native American tribe, but several other tribes and environmental groups worry that it will harm wildlife and water supplies. And that's all for today. If you are curious about any of our events or would like to hear more on these stories, then please do visit us at ProximoInfo.com. Until next week. <laughs>